All right, we are back. The Global Threat Report, ladies and gentlemen, is sponsored by Global Threat Solutions. Uh, that's right, Global Threat Solutions, which is a 100% military veteran-owned security and investigations firm. Global headquarters are right here on Long Island in uh, Suffolk County. Offices as well in the city, Miami, L.A., Frankfurt, Mumbai. The Global Threat Solutions CEO, Ken Bombay, 21 years, law enforcement intelligence experience, served as a military intelligence officer uh, in the Middle East. An incredible company uh, that he has put forth, uh, providing so, so many great services. Uh, go to the website, globalthreatsolutions.com, 646-946-6649. Global Threat Solutions. Uh, today, for peace of mind and uncertain times, the aforementioned Captain Ken Bombay, sir, Welcome back. Thank you for coming on today. Thanks for having me on, Jeff. You know, we're talking a little bit about the grinder stuff, and I just think it sets a bad precedence for so much. Merchant of Death, guy convicted, Victor Booth, 2011, 25 years, uh, serving 25 years of a sentence, guilty of conspiracy to kill Americans abroad, providing aid to terrorists. You go on and on and on here. Accused of supporting armed conflicts. Paul Whelan, when he's, where is he in all of this, Cap? You know, that's the big question. I mean, there's so much to decipher here. It just sets a precedent beyond negativity, considering the fact you and I spoke about uh, if item, if item, what happened in Afghanistan last August with that botched withdrawal. But in essence, uh, there's a lot to, really a lot to unravel here. Your thoughts? Yeah, so we, we touched on this a little bit yesterday, Jay. I mean, you know, it seems the administration's trying to spike the ball and saying that they're taking this as a big success, a win, right? And we're seeing this victory lap by the administration. But it seems clear to most people who are observing this, I believe, in my opinion, that this was a bad deal. I mean, nobody, nobody is not happy that she's home, of course. We didn't want to see her in that situation over there. Uh, was it a, a mistake? For her to have done what she did, sure. Um, but she's back, and we're all happy about that. The problem that I see is it wasn't an even trade, not even close. And, you know, we have somebody who, who as you mentioned earlier in another segment, is it was a number two wanted person in America. I mean, this is a bad guy. This is somebody who's involved in terrorism, massive arms dealer, and, and we're trading him for someone who is a, a you know an athlete who who was uh, caught bringing some uh, some um, banned items into Russia, it's not a fair trade. And when you listen to the press conference yesterday, Jay, I was kind of surprised no one pressed back on this because what the administration's stance is, they say, well, this was the only deal, the only option was to only it was her or nothing. Someone I, I feel should push back and say, well. No, that's the only deal you are able to secure. That's the best you could do, which is not a good deal. It doesn't mean someone else couldn't have done better, Jay. We've seen this. I mean, uh, just, just in the previous administration, President Trump, I think it was 56 people he had released, and more than I think any president. So to say that that was the only option, no, that's the only option you had with what you've attempted to do. Cap, it's complete weakness. we got 65 Americans abroad right now. What what are people thinking in that regard as far as, you know, hey, if they did this, if they did this for Victor Boot, well, how about doing it for our people now? 
You know, you could have a negotiation of some kind knowing how we operated. How we operated on the world stage last August with Afghanistan, that set the tone for me, you know? So, in essence, yeah, I'm happy an American is home. I'm happy, okay? I don't like the whole Griner stuff, how she acted with the national anthem way back, the Breonna Taylor thing. I get it, okay? I get it. Not happy about that. But the one thing I'm not happy about is Paul Whelan still there. This is massive weakness. Massive questions have to be answered. And what you saw yesterday is typical. A comment or two. Here we go with the comrades behind them, that being Kamala and company. Off we go through the doors without a question. No, you know, I mean, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable how we have operated as a world power. My goodness. And we look so weak. I can't even imagine what people are thinking. People like Ronald Reagan, my goodness, turning over in his grave. When you look at this, I'm so I'm disgusted, yeah. disgusted, absolutely disgusted. But it is what it is. What about the situation regarding? Uh, let's get into the Hunter Biden stuff because we didn't finish yesterday. We wanted to get that going there. Give me your thoughts. You know, there's so much to unravel here with this investigation, the laptop and everything else. We get into the Trump stuff, but let's get into the whole situation with Hunter Biden. What do we know now? Where are we at right now? This is a guy that still walks around, nose up in the air and everything else. I'll tell you, it is an absolute mess. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, there's so many there's so many um, parts to this investigation that we could discuss right now. Uh, a big part, obviously, is Twitter. And what we're learning now was a, uh, a cover-up that was perpetrated by the government in conjunction with a social media platform to try and um, squash the story that was coming out about Hunter Biden to impact an election. Okay? There's, there's no other way to look at it. It was interference in, an, uh, in a U.S. election. And that was this, you know, the scary part of all this is when you have, I think, in my opinion, the real scary part of this is when you have the Department of Justice and the U.S. government taking part in these operations um, to try and squash a story that might come out, might have an impact on an election. That's scary. I think that's the, the worst part of that story right there. I think that you will see um, the new Congress, Republican-led Congress, so they're going to have to, as much as we're so exhausted of these investigations, they're going to have to dig into this and try and get some answers. And I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to expand beyond Twitter. I think there's a still a lot we haven't learned. I think we're going to find out a lot about there's two parts that I think are so significant. One, as I mentioned, is the government's direct, uh, you know, being directly involved in this cover-up. And the other one is potentially uh, the invo- direct involvement of, of our current sitting president. And I, I don't, I've mentioned this before. I, I don't think it's going to take a lot of, um, you know, forensic, financial forensic investigation to determine Joe Biden benefited from his son's business dealings. And I think that as soon as they take the time to look into this, we're going to find out a lot of information that I think makes him vulnerable to foreign influence and and has a direct uh, impact on his ability to serve as president right now. I think we're going to see this all unfold over the next several months. Yeah, Uh, we're talking uh, with the cap, Ken Bombay's Global Threat Solutions, uh, with the situation. You even go to the DOJ. You know, the, the president's DOJ, as far as investigation of how that kind of unraveled regarding the raid of Mar-a-Lago a couple of months ago. You know, there's a lot of questions involved with how one in power 
uh, actually seeks justice. And now you have a bit of what we think is a cover-up situation, all regarding the activities of Joe Biden way back, how his son's gone on in his business, zillions of dollars collected on behalf of the big guys, so to speak. And all in all, I think you're going to see a huge investigation unravel over the next 16, 17 months. You know, that's really kind of the feeling I have here, so we'll see. But do you expect massive inquiry as far as how that is going to go about the situation at hand? I think we will. And as like I said, as much as we're all kind of exhausted of it, I think it has to happen. There's no way to move forward right now. And, and Jay, you know, we're talking about Twitter and we're seeing so much information now because obviously Elon Musk purchased Twitter and we're, it, he, his big push is towards transparency, which, by the way, there's polls out right now. So the majority of Americans agree and they support his push to make Twitter transparent. But there's also, let's, re- let's remember, there's stories of the FBI going to Facebook and warning them about a, um, a Russian uh, hoax of, a, of a, a information that's going to be coming out about Hunter Biden, and they shouldn't be promoting that. that the only reason we're not here learning more about that is because that, that social media platform is not yet releasing all that information. I think he's been called in once. I think they need to... Uh, possibly bring Zuckerberg back and, and question him about what happened in some other platforms, too. Well, you know, what went on here? This is direct government involvement in something that we obviously know was completely false right, um, back then. And another thing is this whole, you know, I think it would take a layman, Jay, about 20 minutes to look at that laptop and say, wow, this is Hunter Biden's laptop. The FBI couldn't figure that out. They couldn't determine that that was his laptop. It doesn't take much. And, and I think it was purposely avoided at the time. And these are the things that need to be looked into right now. And as this is going on, Jay, we see this New York State um, uh, conviction now of the Trump Organization. And, you know, it was for uh, uh, giving incentives, apartments, vehicles, and things to executives. Um, and, it, look, I'm not suggesting in any way, I don't know all the details, that there was no impropriety. I'm sure there was at some level by the organization I would say there's probably a thousand other big firms in New York City doing the same thing. But I would say that, you know, it's not hard to get not only an indictment, but a conviction in New York State if your, your last name is Trump. You get a jury in New York in the right venue, and you're going to be able to get a conviction against this organization just because of the name. And I think they've made several attempts from the attorney general. Now they got one. And uh, I, I think it's a broad comprehensive strategy to diminish his ability to be a viable candidate in the presidential election. You're going to see more and more and more of that going forward. But meanwhile, we have these glaring, uh, what appears to be glaring violations, you know, concerning Hunter, Hunter Biden and, and possibly his father's uh, business dealings. Man, there's no question. But, you know, let's be fair here, Cap. You know, Trump hasn't been very cooperative as far as, you know, tax returns and everything else and, you know, just, uh, you know, the financial infrastructure of what many had a question with. You know, if he would have been forthright, demonstrated a little bit of, uh, you know what, let me let me let me go ahead and comply somewhat here. You know, if, if he would have done it in that route, well, you could get a sense in the fact that maybe, you know, it may it might not have come to this. You know, and therefore, yeah, yeah, you do have a little bit of a witch hunt going on. There's no question there's an axe to grind here with many. But maybe Trump should have been a little bit more on his his end somewhat cooperative. 
Oh, I agree. You know, how many people have you heard say, Jay, uh, that, that President Trump is his own worst enemy? You know, it didn't have just the constant measures put forth to try and protect the tax information. It just it screams of suspicion, you know. So when you do that over and over, unless you're if you're not trying to hide something, why do that? You know, but I think his strategy strategy has always been I'm going to resist at every possible level because this is a witch hunt. They're never going to stop. I get that, but it doesn't help the image of, um, you know, the, the optics of constantly taking steps to try and cover up, to try and hide your, your tax returns. So, yeah, he could be his own worst enemy. I think that we will see so much more of this going forward until 2024. I think we're going to see a lot on both sides. And, and the problem is, as we've spoken before, Jay, we have serious issues, not just the ones we always talk about, China and, and Russia, North Korea, Iran, the, the national security threats. But, we're, you know, many experts are saying right now that we're, we're facing an unprecedented recession within the next six months. I mean, people like Jamie Dimon and, and some big um, financial firms are all suggesting this. And we're all sitting here fighting in Congress over this, what, what many people feel is just nonsense. We should be moving past this right now. But some things have to be investigated. You can't let it slide when you have set things that are such glaring violations. No question. Uh, the captain with us, Ken Bombay's Global Threat uh, Solutions. That brings us uh, to the state of Idaho, which we touched upon yesterday, Cap. Uh, you have a white Elantra, Hyundai Elantra, that right now is in question as far as ownership. Maybe the occupants of that vehicle might know something to unravel, a case that tomorrow will be one full month as far as who done it. Uh, who killed those four college students? And right now, you know, you can kind of go back in time uh, as far as how this investigation started. There are a lot of questions. Thus, the FBI becoming involved, state police becoming involved. Uh, there's a lot of questions regarding the taking away of evidence. Maybe not enough regarding possible individuals in questioning being let up, let off a little too easily in in some cases, according to many out there. There's questions regarding the parents hiring their own investigators involved here. There's questions, you know, as far as, you know, how do you how do you criticize at this point in time? Maybe parents should back off and let authorities do the job. Thus, all these press conferences with Chief Fry out there, there's a lot of things going on. But in essence, yeah. uh, you know, you have a situation that is still what could be a key link to this whole thing and that of that white car there. What do you think? I think, you know, they chose to release this information, and there's other information I'm sure they've, they're not releasing. Um, I think you're right, and I think that uh, the latest they just put out was that they, they're now um, watching the international border, uh, obviously the Canadian border most likely, um, but all the international borders. They're going to be watching for this uh, vehicle in case these people tried to flee in that vehicle. Um, I, I think, like you said, Jay, it is a month, but that's, that's you know, still pretty recent. And I think we're going to, obviously, they're going to make an arrest in this ultimately. But I think the reason we're, we are where we are is because of maybe in the immediate aftermath, some mistakes that were made by the local police who simply are not prepared for this type of an investigation. I think those mistakes will be remedied by the state police and FBI who have been brought in. And by the way, people can be brought back in and, and interviewed again. There's no rules against that. So if they did maybe... Um, uh, bypass some people that, or, or interview people 
and and determined that they uh, they they had no information of value, they could reinterview those people and and revisit that. And I think they will. You'll see. Like I said, I, I believe there were some mistakes made. But ultimately, we have a lot of resources in this now. It has a tremendous amount of attention. There's probably no crime in America right now. Anyone's focused on more than this. You have the FBI and their tremendous resources. And we have the state police. We'll see. Uh, I think we're going to see an arrest, you know, in the near future. Um, but they're holding things close to the vest. And they shouldn't be releasing anything unless there's a benefit to the investigation at this point they shouldn't be releasing things just because people are very curious and demanding more answers at this point i know it's frustrating especially for the family but you also have to protect the integrity of this investigation and and that's what they're doing right now you know i brought this up with the sarge on the crime report before i mean why no reward out you know i mean it, it to me that is a vital piece of any criminal activity as far as finding answers. You know, I go back to even the Gilgo stuff, where they had to up the ante a little bit uh, as far as, you know, maybe enticing people. There's always somebody who has information. You know, to me, you put something out there in a monetary sense, that's how you will lure information. Why no reward, and why can't you institute something at this point in time? Well, I agree. They could. I would say maybe at this stage um, in the investigation, maybe they don't want the appearance at this point that, like, you know, sometimes when there's an award, that's one of the last things you do, and people are thinking, well, they've exhausted all of their investigative resources, and they're just hoping somebody comes in with information. With that being said, I don't think there's any reason they can't simultaneously put out a reward for information and continue moving forward the way that they are right now. Um, I, I think that because of the nature of it, where it was, and, and the, the area that they're searching, it's, con, it's in conjunction with a university. They're interviewing hundreds of people. It's going to take time, this information. That vehicle is something new. We don't even know when they knew about that. It could be for some time now, and now they released it just because they want to see if people have information on it. But I, I agree. At this point, if they were to put out um, a reward for information, I don't think it would be a detriment to the investigation. It's probably something I'm, I'm sure they're considering at this point. Hey, listen, let the state come through. Uh, this is this is a case of national proportions. And uh, it is so important for so many different avenues to somehow get a solid lead here. And I just think, you know, you put some dollars up there. I mean, that's how you, that's how you can get info. Uh, I don't care what kind of case it is, you know. Uh, but in essence, in, the, in a case of this nature, there should be something of extreme uh, monetary proportions. So we shall... See what is uh, going to occur. Uh, listen, always a pleasure. Good to have the wrap up with you on this uh, second go around. We appreciate your time, my friend. 